Hey there, welcome to another episode of Fast Forward, a podcast from QSR Magazine. My name is Sam Okus. I am the editor of QSR and the editorial director of Foo News Media. We are now in, uh, I think, maybe week four of the coronavirus pandemic. I'm starting to lose all track of time. Um, And for the last couple of weeks, we've been providing for you unique restaurant perspectives um, for getting through the challenges posed by coronavirus, whether that's operators, vendors, uh, data analysts, consultants. We want you to be informed on all of the great ideas that are going on out there and, and anything that might help you to keep your head above water as we get through this crazy season. We are also sharing all of that at QSR Magazine dot com slash coronavirus Uh, for all the news and all of the insights related to the coronavirus go there there's uh, over a hundred headlines there for you to be helpful for you in this season Uh, and if we can be uh, helpful in other ways please email me at sam at qsrmagazine.com if that's just to talk or if you need a resource or if you think that you could be that unique perspective for us to share we would love to hear from you now i don't know about you but i am a sucker for good news these days i am just loving any bit of hope and optimism I can get. And restaurant industry, you guys are delivering. I love and the amazing initiatives you guys are all taking um, to provide those in need, whether that's customers, whether that's employees, and recently, whether that's uh, hospital workers, the front line in this pandemic, uh, medical professionals who now more than ever need our support. I love to see everything that the restaurant industry is doing for that community. Please, please keep it up. Um, my conversation that I'm sharing now is uh, related to that. Kirby Bumpus is the head of social impact at Sweetgreen. And Sweetgreen last week announced an initiative um, with their Impact Outpost Fund. They've partnered with World Central Kitchen uh, from Jose Andres. You've probably heard about that and all the amazing relief work he has done, uh, for example, after Hurricane Maria and from other um, just tragedies and, and disasters that have happened. He has he and his organization have been there to feed those in need. And Sweetgreen, by partnering with him and creating the the Impact Outpost Fund is going to do the same. They are going to help to provide um, free salads and bowls uh, to those medical professionals who need them now. What I love about this too, though, is that they are inviting others to participate. They are accepting donations um, from customers and from anybody who wants to chip in uh, to be able to provide these meals for those medical professionals. So if you go to sweetgreen.com donate, again, that's sweetgreen.com donate, you'll see more information and you can donate if you want to support this. Uh, there's lots of this kind of stuff going on from restaurant companies helping feed to medical professionals. Please keep that up and send some uh, more ideas of that kind of work to me, sam at qsrmagazine.com. Again, I would love to get that good news, that hope, and that optimism because it's helping me right now, and I hope it can help you too, uh, which is why I'm leading now to this conversation with Sweetgreen's head of social impact, Kirby Bumpus. Kirby, thank you so much for uh, taking some time today. I'm sure you're busy just like everybody else in this industry. Uh, before we jump into this exciting news you guys have about the Impact Outpost Fund, tell me a little bit first about the last couple of weeks for Sweetgreen. How have you guys been adapting all, to all the changes thrown at you? Hi, Sam. Thank you so much for having me. You know, um, I think this has been an unprecedented time for for everyone here. Um, as a business, you know, we have been following all social distancing guidelines and have moved to a digital only model. So for Mm -hmm. us, that means, you know, delivery via our native platform, as well as third party um, and pickup only. And we also turned on free delivery in order to, you know, make it easier for people to get access to real food during this time. Mm -hmm. Um, As everyone has seen, there have been, you know, um, 
all kinds of um, closures in different environments. And so that's impacted us where we have stores in areas like malls, and we've been required to close those stores down. Um, We've reduced store hours in specific locations, and we've actually stopped all outpost office deliveries, um, which is, you know, really kind of what was the genesis of this next um, program that I'd I'd love to tell you a little bit more about. Um, You know, our, our outpost model is where we uh, deliver um, salads to offices across the country. Um, mm-hmm. Prior to COVID, you know, we had a team of um, couriers, logistics, tech, ops um, that were delivering to well over a thousand hospitals before um, uh, coronavirus happened. And, and once, um, you know, we started to see this the shift. Um, we wanted to make sure that we were leading with our values and we realized that we had an opportunity to make an impact and leave people better than we found them by basically deploying our outpost team to focus on the hospital space. Mm. Um, You know, we thought very much about, um, you know, we need our hospital workers. It's thanks to their tireless and courageous efforts um, that we are going to be able to get through this. And so we thought about how can we give back to that, community and that workforce during this time, um, which is where the impact outpost um, model came from. Yeah. So tell me how this all works. And it seems like that. So the outpost, of course, was this station for um, salad and bowl orders for office workers. Now you pivot that to the hospital space. What are the logistics for making this all kind of fall into place and work? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, you know, we sat down and took an inventory of how we could have an impact. We start, we thought we'd focus on hospitals, and we really just put out an email and some social media. And within forty eight hours, we had over ten thousand incoming from from hospitals. So basically, wow. we said, "Hey, we want to support hospital workers during this time, and let us know where you have a hospital that may have a need for for food." And again, ten thousand. Um, wow incoming responses from the community. And so our team has been hard at work, you know, reaching out to all of the points of contact that have reached out to us. And we have basically started uh, delivering, you know, free, fresh, sweet green salads and bowls um, to hospitals in the cities that we serve for about a week. And, Mm. you know, we're already at work implementing those hospitals in those outposts and hospitals across the country in Mm -hmm. our markets. And, you know, we're continuing to set more and more up as requests come in. Um, Our goal at this point is to just impact as many hospitals and and medical personnel as we possibly can across as many different locations, because we know the need is just so great. Yeah, for sure. I know you guys partnered also with um, the World Central Kitchen from Jose Andres. What was that piece of this? How did that, that ball get rolling? Yeah, I mean, the Jose Andres partnership is one we are just incredibly excited by. Um, We could not have found a more mission aligned um, organization. And Jose is just such an incredible leader who, you know, at this point, I can think of, you know, no one better who's providing meals after natural disasters and just the way that he is able to mobilize chefs during this time has been absolutely incredible. So our partnership has been a big unlock for us because, you know, we're now able to expand to other sites that world central kitchen has connections to. So not only hospitals, but, you know, schools, um, nursing homes and other vulnerable communities. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other piece of this partnership that's been, huge for us is that we've been able to answer the question from our consumers and from investors of how can we help you? So Mm. in addition to all of those hospital workers that reached out to us when we first announced this, we also got customers. We got 
um, companies that said, hey, what you guys are doing, we, we want to support you in some way. But as a private company, you know, we obviously can't accept donations. And so this mm-hmm. partnership with World Central Kitchen has enabled us to establish the Sweet Green Impact Outpost Fund, um, and we can accept tax deductible donations. So that way uh, we can multiply our impact even further. Awesome. So now you guys are inviting people to donate money to boost this platform even further. Yep, exactly. And the way that we've set it up is that we are, you know, only using uh, funds to go towards food, labor, and delivery. Um, mm-hmm. to, that way, we can ensure that the money goes as far as possible, and Sweet Green's not profiting off of that. Um, and I think, you know, when I I think about you know the potential here, I get incredibly excited because it not only enables us to further our impact with hospital worker workers, but it enables us to you know, provide our team with much needed work hours during a time when, you know, the business is down. I think, you know, Sweet Green, like many other restaurants, you know, we are certainly seeing the impact. And so to be able to provide our, our team with, you know, just those work hours to prepare these salads that are fueling the front lines has been, mm. um, you know, huge for us as a business, but also incredibly meaningful for our team to sure. have that meaningful work. And then the third piece of it is really, um, that it enables us to continue to, you know, purchase from our incredible, um, you know, food suppliers and other farmers. Mm. Um, so, mm-hmm. so there's really um, an impact to the, the triple bottom line here. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. It, it's probably been sort of a little neglected in all of this is that like farmers are producing food, you know, like there's food out there. The supply chain is still, you know, the wheels are still turning. What 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 should people know, I guess, you know, for other restaurants listening to this? What is the need? How do you think people should go about satisfying the need to make sure that, you know, those wheels of the supply chain keep turning, but also that those who need food the most are receiving it. What what are some steps that maybe people should take right now to similarly do what you guys are doing? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is that there are systems in place to provide food. So, you know, World Central Kitchen is doing incredible work. So, you know, support their work, support, you know, the work that we are doing through them, through the Sweet Green Impact Outpost Fund. I think Feeding America is doing incredible work. So I, I just, I think the, the, the biggest thing here is to um, try to prevent these ad hoc efforts that are popping up. That was another reason why we wanted mm-hmm. to partner with World Central Kitchen because we recognize that they are a leader here and they have such a good sense mm-hmm. of what's going on, you know, on the ground, so that we could really, you know, um, not only tap into their network but also make them aware of what we're doing, so that way we're not duplicating efforts and that we are having the the most impact as possible. So I think the biggest takeaway is to just try to be as coordinated as possible. Um, and, you know, really work within those, those existing systems. Yeah. Th- this might be sort of a n- sort of nuts and bolts question, but I am kind of interested by it, which is like, we hear so much about, you know, hospitals need masks, they need medical supplies. Um, but I, you know, I don't think they, we, people aren't really thinking about sort of that need for food as much. How are you in all of the zaniness of what's going on in the hospital setting right now, how do you work with a hospital to make sure this goes effortlessly? Because I imagine that it's just kind of chaos trying to work with them right now. Yeah, it's really interesting. And I think that's been the beauty of us being able to leverage our existing outpost team. So, you know, we basically have a team of people that all they do is logistics. They know how to get into Mm. offices across the country. Um, And because we, you know, really ask the hospital community, what is it that you want? 
um, we have a point of contact at each location. So we're not just showing up willy nilly at a hospital. We're showing up and, you know, coordinating with that person that, that reached out. Um, and mm. in some cases, um, it's a contactless delivery. In some cases, it's, you know, we're meeting on the sidewalk and doing a handoff of the bag. So it, it really is very much tailored and catered to the needs of the hospital and ensuring that we are adhering to whatever, um, you know, safety standards we need to apply to, especially during this time. Sure. I know that we're still obviously in the thick of things, and this could be a prolonged season. We really obviously don't know how long the season will be. But uh, what I've been talking to a lot of folks about is how already in just a short couple of weeks, there's been so many lessons learned that I think will be applied later on in a post-coronavirus world. What do you feel like you and Sweetgreen have learned both in the uh, Impact Outpost Fund and otherwise that you think you're going to take with you after the season is, has come to a close? I think for us, the biggest thing has been, you know, figure out where you can make an impact. Um, you know, for us, it's, you know, leveraging our product to, you know, increase access to real food and connect communities in that way. Um, I think we've mm-hmm. also, you know, as a brand started to be really thoughtful and intentional in terms of how we're showing up with the consumer. Um, our marketing plan has basically been thrown out the window. Um, you know, we're trying to speak yeah. to our customer right. in a very real way during this time because, you know, you, you can't speak to the consumer in the same way that you were speaking to them three, four weeks ago um, without uh, and, and remain relevant. Um, this is this is something that um, needs to be acknowledged kind of on all fronts. And so that's why, you know, we pivoted to mm-hmm. free delivery um, to, you know, be more accessible we, you know, have changed our tone and voice on um, social media and in our emails, um, just to really speak to the realities mm-hmm. of, of the situation. It seems to me too, for you guys, this whole season almost seems like validation for everything you've already done. I mean, not only is it you guys are such a tech forward company and here everybody is needing to really rely upon these tech platforms to get them through, but your whole job is all about social impact. And here you guys are ready to go and make a social impact in the way you are. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny you say it that way, because I think that this is really a perfect storm of kind of all the teams coming together. Um, you know, we have been doing mm-hmm. work um, through Food Corps in schools across the country, um, you know, for at least a year now. And so, you know, to to be able to continue to bring our mission to life in these ways, I think is, is very real and very important. Um, I think, you know, the, the fact that we have an outpost team that we've been able to deploy here is also a incredible unlock for us. Yeah. Well, tell me about what comes next for the impact outpost fund. You guys have just rolled this out over the last week or so, but what, where do you envision this going from here? What do you think is possible? Yeah. I mean, for us, it's just, you know, how can we reach as many communities as possible? And so, you know, we're going to continue to focus on hospital workers, but can also expand to those other communities like schools and nursing homes and, you know, um, other populations that are on the front lines of this. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, for us, it's really just us being able to expand this work thanks to, you know, people supporting and donating to the um, Sweet Green Impact Outpost Fund through World Central Kitchen. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, that that is really where we are are focusing all of our efforts because, um, you know, we we, we can't be impactful um, unless we as a country get through um, this uh, this pandemic. Right. 
You mentioned before your work with Food Corps, which you and I have spoken about before, and you guys have done great work with schools. It's interesting. I mean, obviously, there's this need with hospitals, but all of the disruption that's gone on in the last couple of weeks has led to an incredible need in other places, including schools. I mean, one of the big things with schools is that all these kids rely upon their school for a healthy meal, and now they're not getting that. So it seems like you guys have such a great opportunity to fill that need as well. Exactly. And that's what we're, we're so excited about in terms of being able to expand this work, um, you know, through the support of um, sponsors and um, our consumers. And so that's a big part of the World Central Kitchen collaboration as well, to be able to expand to those populations. So for everybody listening right now who wants to support what's going on with the Impact Outpost Fund, what, what should they do right now to go support? Yeah. I mean, if you just uh, Google Sweet Green World Central Kitchen, um, you will be taken to a link for um, the fund and you donate via World Central Kitchen's page. Um, and we can also, I'll send this the link to you, Sam, as well, so that way you can include yeah. the podcast. Excellent. That'd be great. Kirby, last question for you. We all need a little bit of encouragement, I think, in these, uh, these kind of crazy times. What is one thing you can leave listeners with, one bit of wisdom or encouragement you want to pass along to folks? This could not be a more important time for us to come together. I think mm-hmm. there's been such a focus on social distancing. And I think that we need to focus more on physical distancing as opposed to the, the social aspects of it. I think right. we, we don't know how, how long we're going to be in this situation. And so just the importance of um, ensuring that you're not emotionally distancing from your friends, from your coworkers, from your family and those that matter to you. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember a time that I've used FaceTime more in my <laughs> life than in the last couple of weeks. And yeah. it made all the difference to be able to see the faces of my loved ones and those that really matter to me. And um, I think, you know, the, the biggest shame of all would be if we come out on the other side of this the same way that we went in. And so my, my biggest um, hope is that we all Um, you know, kind of change the way that we um, interact and behave in the world. Yeah, that's good. Kirby, thank you for that. Thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. Good luck to you guys with the Impact Outpost Fund and uh, be well. Thank you so much.